Welcome to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast. My name is Carmen Marshall, and I'm a life design and manifestation expert, a seven-figure entrepreneur, wellness educator, and a dance teacher. And I'm passionate about helping you create a magical and fulfilling life. Whether you want to discover your purpose, learn how to attract financial abundance, or create more health, balance, joy, and connection in your life, the Soul Craft Your Life podcast has got you covered. One part strategy and one part soul. Each week we explore both the practical and the spiritual with intriguing experts and fascinating human beings, all sharing their wisdom to help expand what we think is possible for our own lives. The goal, to help you create a life you love on your own terms that stems from your soul. Let's dive in and discover what this life has to offer each of us. Hi, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast, episode number five, calling in the one, how to manifest the partner that you want. So this is a super juicy and important episode, just like last episode where we focused on relationships as well, because health, money, and relationships are the three things that we as humans most want and think about. And for me too, purpose, sanctuary, as in my home and the environment that I live in, and my partner are the three most important things to me. So a little bit on my relationship history. So I was married for 13 years and then divorced. I then dated for seven years. And then I finally met my wonderful soulful partner, Peter, who I've been together with for seven and a half years. And of that, married for six. And it took me all that time to find the person that was really the right match for me. And there were five things that I did to call in Peter, so to manifest Peter. Now, of course, the shorty is not going to be as in-depth as a course or a program, but as you probably know by now, my intention with this podcast is to have a deeper discussion with an expert for one hour about a specific topic, and then the next week do a shorty with me with what I've done in that area of the topic so that you can get started right away. All right, so calling in the one is very similar to manifestation in any area of your life. So everything that I'm going to talk about, you can use to manifest in your business, you can use to manifest in your health, because it's always the same principles. Number one, getting really clear about what you want but then not gripping or holding on too tightly to your desire because then that actually pushes it away and then enjoying the journey to what you want. Now, sometimes this can seem like it's two totally opposite things. Like how do I get really clear on what I want, but then not grip it too tightly? Like, isn't that two opposite things? No, they actually work really well together. They're meant to work well together. It's kind of like life where yin and yang and the things that can seem opposite, east and west, are actually meant to work together, feminine, masculine, etc. So I'm going to teach you how to get really clear, but then not grip too tightly and enjoy the journey on the way to what you want. So number one, you want to look at your past relationships for what you've learned because Every relationship helps us grow. And actually, it's in relationship where we learn the most. But it's often that relationships can be where we get hurt or that we get bitter or we experience loss, but they're actually the things that teach us the most. So we really want to integrate those learnings so that we don't have to keep repeating them. So this is why it's so important to look at your major past relationships for what you learned. 
The other thing is that when you actually focus on the learnings, you then don't take any bitterness, hurt, or regret into the next relationship because you're more looking at it from what did I learn that helped me move forward in my life? So for example, my 13-year marriage, which was a wonderful relationship, it actually encouraged me to become an entrepreneur. If I hadn't have been in that marriage, and a ton of other things were really good too, but one of the biggest things was if I hadn't been in that marriage, I most likely would still be in a nine to five job. Isn't that crazy? So that was one of the things that in that relationship, it helped me grow and develop into. Then once I got divorced, one of my major four-year relationships really taught me about deeper connection, intimacy, boundaries, sex. Like that was such an intense and amazing relationship that taught me so much. And then my other relationships while I was dating all taught me really important life lessons, all on the way to leading me to my beautiful, soulful relationship with Peter. I couldn't have the relationship that I have with Peter unless I had have had these other relationships. So what you want to do is value all your past relationships, even if you're not in contact with them, even if it was a bad breakup, even if it was a toxic relationship, think of what it actually taught you and what you can value. That will help you in moving on to the next relationship and more from the standpoint of what was good, how did this help me move forward in my life? And then you'll actually be able to kind of package up that relationship and not have it affect you negatively for the next relationship. A lot of times people carry this baggage from their past relationships into their future ones. All you want to do is learn from it and then you can just move on without carrying that burden (laughs) into the next relationship. All right. Number two, take personal responsibility needed for why a past relationship didn't work. And always, whenever we break up, there's both people that have a part in it. So there's, there's always, you know, both sides of the story. And there's always a reason why from both sides, that relation didn't work. So take personal responsibility and then do any personal growth and development that you think would help you in the next relationship. So a really good example, after my first marriage, I knew that I needed to learn how to speak my truth, starting with what did I even think and feel in the first place so that I didn't carry that over into my next relationship. And what's really interesting is that even though I was the one that asked for the divorce in my marriage, I knew that I had just as much a part of why that relationship didn't work. We, it's always a two-way street. So because I knew that, and I knew one of the things is I needed to learn how to speak my truth, I hired a life coach to help me do that. Juliana Gambro, who I'll actually be bringing onto the podcast as well. So what for you, when you look at your relationships, where might there be a place that you could take personal responsibility and say, Hey, you know, I really need to learn to grow in this area. Maybe you don't communicate as well. Maybe you tend to run away from confrontation, you know, whatever it is, then you can hire a mentor. You can take a course, you can read books, but relationships always shine a light on what we need to work on. And how we do one thing is how we do everything, as the famous Jim Rohn said. So interestingly, learning how to speak my truth helped me in everything, not just my relationships, but my business, my purpose, taking care of myself. So doing the personal work on what the relationship shined the light on will help you in all aspects of your life. So let me share with you a few books that really helped me in this journey of taking personal responsibility. 
So number one, I actually did a mini course called Calling in the One. And so that's why I actually wanted to name this podcast Calling in the One, because this is what actually started me on my journey. Now, the course that I did doesn't actually exist, but she has written a book. Well, I should say it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) It sounds like it never existed. It did exist, but it doesn't now. But she has written a book. I haven't read the book, but I would imagine it's very similar to the mini course that I did. And it's called Calling in the One, Catherine Woodard Thomas. Now, that was one mini course that I did. I also love, and the next three books are actually my top or in my top seven books of all time. So obviously relationships are hugely important and that's why three of my seven are about relationships. So the first one that I wanted to share is Powerful and Feminine by Rachel Jane Groover. And I should remind you that anything I always give as a resource, whether it's me or with a guest, will always be in the show notes. And this really taught me to be both centered and grounded, but still feminine. And this helped me in my business as well. It really combined the masculine and feminine energy so I could be a strong, independent woman, but I could still be very feminine as well. I adore this book. And it actually not only is woven through how I do my business, but it's also how I teach dance as well. Then Dear Lover by David Data. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, Data, David Data is so good for women. He has a book for men. It's actually in my store as well. So it'll be in, in the clip no- or in the show notes as well. And it's called, um, goodness, The Way of the Superior Man. So good as well for men. I actually read it as well and it's just brilliant. But Dear Lover really helped me relax into my body and helped me really with intimacy and sex. It's an amazing book. And then finally, The Extreme Art of Self-Care by Cheryl Richardson another incredible book. This is actually about self-care, but it has a lot about speaking your truth and also prioritizing you, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, why that's so important to pulling in the kind of person that you want. Number three, get clear on both what you want and what you don't want. So now that we've cleared out the foundation, so both by looking at what we valued in our relationships and then also taking personal responsibility for where we might need to do some work, Now let's get clear on what we want and we don't want. Now there's going to be an A, B, and C to this. Letter A, journal about both. So both what you want and all the things that you don't want. Now this can seem like it's a little bit negative, but it isn't. So in the personal growth industry, we often talk about only focusing on what you want. But in order to do that, you've got to actually focus on what you don't want as well. Think of it as a glass with some like a week old water. You want to pour out that week old water and then fill it with the things that you want. But in order to figure out what you want, you've also got to look at what you don't want. So just go crazy with this. Like just journal like, okay, I want this. I don't want that. I don't like this. Don't be worried about being negative. This is the place to get it all out on paper. Then letter B from that, then pull out what you do want. Now we're going to start focusing on what you do want. And what is most important to you? So think of habits, think of outlook on life, communication style, motivation levels, financial status, whether they want children or not, whatever is important to you. And what I want to stress in this as well, don't worry about what other people think you should want. Make sure it's what you want, not what your mother wants or what your dad says is good or what your best friend says is good. For example, if if their financial status is important to you, put that down. Because at this moment in time, that's what's important. That might shift in two years. It might not. But remember, this is the relationship that you are designing. 
So just like your life, don't let other people's input change your mind. If this is important to you now, that's what is important to you now. And remember, you can always change as well. Time for a quick commercial break. My seven-day free email course, 100K in 10 minutes a day for network marketers, is open. Yes, it only takes 10 minutes per day for your business and your lifestyle to grow easily. The soul craft way that I've been teaching for 20 years. You can accomplish more in the next four months, historically the best time to build your network marketing business, than any other time of year by making your income recession-proof and by offering a pathway for others to do the same thing. I only open this free mini course every one to two years, so you do not want to miss this intake. And it will give you in-depth insight to my full eight-week immersion course opening in the third week of September. My seven-day email mini course is 100% free, but it's only open for seven days. So hurry to carmenmarshall.com forward slash 100K. The link is in the show notes as well. To get started with my quick, actionable strategies to build a 100K network marketing business with soul. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Time for a quick commercial break. Is calling in your soulmate a top priority for you like it was for me? I'm releasing a four-week course next year, but right now I'm taking a beta group through it for a discounted price. Calling in the one doesn't have to be arduous. It can be fun. It can be exciting. If you feel like you've been looking in the wrong places and or potentially doing the wrong things, this could be the mini course for you. If you'd like to be part of a smaller, more intimate group, or you're interested in one-on-one relationship coaching, email soulcraft at carmenmarshall.com and we'll do a quick strategy call to see if either would be a good fit for you. Now, let's get back to the podcast. As I went along in my dating, I would often go back to my list and say, you know what, this is a little bit different. This isn't as important. This is more important. I would change my list as I went. And remember, this list is your list. You can change it as much as you want. And then letter C, write it in a paragraph as if it's already happened, which is what we want to do for all manifestation. We want to write as if it's already happened. And at least 50% has to be focused on how it feels. Okay. How we manifest is really on the emotion and the energy and the vibrancy, which is all how it feels. So we want to take it from the cerebral. We want to start in the cerebral. So we're writing down what we want, which can seem very clinical, but then we want to move it into the body and into the heart. So let me just give you some examples. So you might write after you've got your list, I am in, so we're, we're acting as if it already is. I am in a committed, connected relationship with a partner that I love, respect, that I'm hugely attracted to and I'm crazy about. I feel honored. I feel protective, expansive, and like I'm home. We're both committed to each other's growth, each of our own purposes. We both love travel, building businesses, and exploring life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so you want to make this for you, but you want to feel as if you already have it. You want to talk about the feelings, how you feel in that relationship. And the reason why is sometimes when you go along, you might have on your list that I want someone that wakes up at 6 a.m. in the morning because you love waking up early, but then you meet a person and you just feel at home with them. You feel like you can be your best self. And then when you look back at your list, because maybe this person likes to wake up at 9 (laughs) a.m., not 9 (laughs) p.m., 
And you might be like, you know what? It doesn't matter if they like to wake up at 9 a.m. That's totally fine because I just, I feel so at home with this person. Okay, so the feelings will trump the more clinical things on your list, but it is so important to write that list first because then you can assess later on as you go through different relationships. So number three, just to review because there were the three aspects to number three, get clear on what you want and don't want. A, journal about both. Then B, write a list of what you want, what is most important to you. And then letter C, write it in a paragraph as if it's already happened and have at least 50% focused on how it feels. Number four, and this is a little bit of a kicker, and I use this in business as well. And I'll talk about the business aspect in just a second, because remember how we do one thing is how we do everything. So number four, ask yourself who you need to be in order to attract the person that you want, because we have to be a vibrational match to the person that we want. So you can then start writing down, I am loving, I am motivated, I am disciplined. So for example, if you are writing down, I want someone that's fit and they're motivated in their business and they're a great communicator, then we have to be too. So then you would write down, you know, I'm motivated, I'm disciplined, I'm, I'm a great communicator. Now, if, if any of these areas you're like, mm, actually, I'm not such a great communicator, then that's just an area that you might say, okay, I'm going to take a course on that. I'm going to get a mentor. I'm going to read a book about it. And it just gives you an idea of where to put your energy in the areas that would most make a difference in pulling in the partner that would be the right vibrational match for you. Number five, and this is one of the most fun parts, and it's where we get to see where manifestation and how it actually works. So the art of manifestation, and this is where we've gotten really clear in number one to number four, and also we've cleared out things like that we need to work on, so our limiting beliefs and maybe just things that we need to work on on ourselves. And now we get to focus on being happy and fulfilled in our own life. And this is where we loosen the grip around the things that we want and we just start enjoying our life. And, and this is how manifestation works, the art of manifestation. How I like to describe it is, or like a visual for you, have you ever seen those art games where it's a picture of just dots and then the person tells you just relax your eyes and when you relax your eyes and don't look so focused at the artwork, all of a sudden out of the corner of your eye, you can see this horse or this beautiful flower. That's what it's like with manifestation. You get really clear and then you loosen your grip and then the thing that you want appears. It's, it's pretty amazing and it's a practice and it's an art. And so this is what you're also here with the Soul Craft Your Life podcast to learn how to manifest. All right. So number five, get focused on being happy and fulfilled in your own life. So now that we know what we want in a partner, we've been very clear with the universe. We want to take the focus off of that and focus on setting up your life on a day-to-day -day basis to be happy and fulfilled, even if you were going to be single for the rest of your life. And that's the irony of the whole thing. We actually want to focus on setting your life up to work, even if you're going to be single. And that's when the partner comes in. It's pretty wild. So again, we're going to have an ABC to number five. Letter A, do things that you love every day that make you happy because the irony is your future partner will be attracted to that vibrancy that comes from you being in love with your own life. There's a glow that you will have when you're doing things that you love and that becomes magnetic to your future partner. For me, that meant teaching dance, going to different dance classes, 
because not only was I completely in my essence when I was doing what I loved, but that vibe stayed with me in my day-to-day life. So for you, think about what do you just absolutely love? Is it pottery classes? Is it book clubs? Is it fitness? Is it learning about manifestation? Do those things every day because it will produce a glow in you, a curiosity, a vibrancy that is so attractive to other people, whether it's a future partner or just friendships as well. Letter B, take care of yourself. So work out, eat right, make sure you feel great in your own body. This is so important because if you don't feel good in your body, you'll feel less confident. So prioritize feeling good in your own skin. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to be at your ideal weight. So this is so important to realize because if you think that, you might think, oh, I've just got to get to my ideal weight before I start dating. No, not at all. It just means being on the journey with the intent and the goal of taking care of yourself, working out, eating right, being on the journey of taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself. That makes you more magnetic. When you walk around in the world where people know you prioritize taking care of you, there is something about that that people know she values herself or if you're a male, he values himself. And we want to be with a partner that values themselves, that has self-confidence. Again, it's not about being the ideal weight or being in the perfect body. It's just the very fact that you care enough about yourself to be working out, to be eating well, to be on that journey, having a goal of being and feeling your best. Letter C, join groups that interest you, travel, go to workshops or retreats that interest you because the people that are on the same vibrational level as that activity will be there too. I can't even tell you how many people have told me they've met their partner when they've been traveling in a salsa class, in a chess tournament, you know, just the things that they love. And that's what was exactly going on for me. I was going to different workshops and retreats, of course, dance classes, creating my business so I could live around the world, always looking for places to dance because that's my, my one thing I just love. And guess where I met Peter? Totally unexpectedly. In Bali, on the dance floor at a Sunday morning ecstatic dance class at the yoga barn. And I just thought, who's that? I haven't seen him before. (laughs) And the rest is just another story. But what's interesting is I was in Bali, one of my favorite places in the world. And I was there because I'd created my business so that I could live around the world. I was at Sunday ecstatic dance, which is one of my favorite things to do. Of course, it's dance as well. I'm in an environment that I just love. And of course, it makes so much sense that the person that I would be interested in would be there as well. And totally unexpectedly, I just looked around and I was like, I haven't seen that person before. But that was the start of our getting together and dating over one and a half years and then getting married and seven and a half years together, just having an incredible relationship. The one that I had designed with everything that I just told you. So the five key steps to calling in the one, number one, look at your past personal relationships for all the learnings and really take that as valuing every single relationship you've been in and bring that into your next relationship. So no baggage, just value. Number two, take personal responsibility for any areas of growth that you need to do. Get a coach, get a mentor, read books, take a course. Number three, get clear on what you want and you don't want. Number four, be a vibrational match for who and what you want. And then number five, create a life that you just love that makes you happy and fulfilled, regardless of whether you ever have a partner. And then ironically, all those five things will be what will call in the person that you want.
I hope this has been helpful. I just think relationships are so important in so many levels. Not only finding partnerships in a a partner that we want to be with, but also our relationships in terms of friendships as well and how we communicate. But for many of us, that partner who we want to be with long-term is so important. I know it was for me. So I hope that was helpful. I will see you on the next episode. Have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are in the world and keep soul crafting a life that you absolutely love. I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It really helps me to get the podcast out there to support more people just like you to create soulful lives. And as a thank you, I'd love to send you my 20 personal affirmations for manifesting an aligned, magical, and fulfilling life. To access this freebie, simply send a screenshot of your review to soulcraft at karmamarshall.com and I'll send you my favorite affirmations and mantras straight to your inbox. All my love and I'll see you on the next episode.